Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Alright, welcome in. To Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company, Daily Vikings Entertainment. And our mission statement is very simple. The Vikings aren't living up to it with an 0-2 start. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. I'm Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, our executive producer, Declan Goff. And this is a four-question Friday, boys. Four hard-hitting questions (laughs) about the Minnesota Vikings and life and philosophy and if you're watching us on the Purple Daily YouTube channel, thank you for clicking the subscribe button. Helps us grow that channel. We're up over 17,000, which is kind of amazing. I don't know if we thought we were going to get no. to that many this year. I will be riding a I think horse. Our goal, was, which is good. our goal was like 15. If we get to 50, Declan has to ride and brush a horse. But Blech. it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to get to 50 by the end of the year. Um, but if you're watching on a TCL TV, you're also supporting the show because TCL um, in addition to being one of our partners, has a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. <laughs> All right. Question number one. What will the Vikings record be at the bye? Seahawks, Browns, Lions, all home games at Carolina. 3-0 and Carolina. Yeah. Impressive start for Sam Darnold, who maybe just had yeah. to, like Kurt Russell, escape New York to get <laughs> what he needed. Wow. wow. The Vikings record at the bye will be 3-3, three and three, and here's why. They're going to sweep the homestand. Wow. I 100% agree you with You want to write that down? Because think about this. Um, I could. I hey, could. Free and prompt to do it? I mean, it's down. up to you guys. It's up Do to it. you guys you if you want to, but Do he, it. All right. I, I, I was going to say the same thing, but Judd said it first, so Judd, it's got to be attached right. to Judd Write that down. Okay. Write right. this down. All right. The Vikings are going to beat Seattle, which will be a tough game, I do believe, on yeah. Sunday. But I, I think that yeah. they will. I think that they will. Well, I mean, most games are close, right? It, it's not, a league. this one. It's a league that encourages close games, which is fine because that causes or that results in entertaining finishes. Um, but then you've got Cleveland. And I think Cleveland on the road, Baker Mayfield, and I earlier predicted this as a loss. But the more I watch the Browns, 
I think the Browns at home are good, and I think the Browns are a nice story. But Baker Mayfield is the type of quarterback who, in the environment he's going to play at U.S. Bank Stadium, melts down. Uh, the noise will get to him. It's tough. You, you've got to go to silent counts. Silent counts, I'm not sure if you guys know this, are very difficult. Um, so the Browns game, I think the Vikings win. And then you've got Detroit. And if you don't beat Detroit, you're in trouble. So three, I think three and oh, so they're three and two coming out of the homestand. And then I'll say they go to Carolina and lose. But I'm going to be pretty optimistic here and continue to apply the pressure to a team that has some elements where I still think they're good. Sorry, still think they're not. They are, they are a team that I am going to continue until they're basically put in the ground to have expectations for three and three yeah. at the bye. All right. I, yeah, I I agree with what Judd's saying, and I, I I feel like here's where I've come this week. When they when they lost that game to the Cardinals and Greg Joseph misses the two short kicks, I was, for like 48 hours, I was focused on all of the things that, not just the kicking game, but like all the other things that they could have done better, right? Their defense and Brashad Breland and, you know, offensive line is still a bottom 10 in terms of pass block win rate and whatnot. But the reality is if Greg Joseph just makes a standard 37-yard field goal, the Vikings come away 1-1, one one, first two games on the road, including a win at the Cardinals. And everyone thinks the Cardinals are this team on the rise. I mean, that's such an impossible division, so who knows if they're going to make the playoffs. But I think, I think people would feel pretty darn good despite some of the flaws if they just make that field goal. Um, and so maybe missing that field goal is what will spark them to be so dialed in these next three games. Like the Vikings are still one and a half point underdogs at home, uh, but this is a gettable game. The Seahawks defense is not what it was five or six years ago. Their offensive line, I mean, Russ can get away from pressure better than most quarterbacks, but their offensive line is not very good still, even though they made a couple upgrades. So the Vikings win on Sunday. I think Kirk Tober starts early this year, baby. I think Kirk has it's, a big game on Sunday. It started. And um, and I and I agree with Judd. I think it's three straight home wins followed by a tough road loss at Carolina, limping into the bye a little bit. But three and three after an zero and two start would be a, a nice record at the bye. So Dex, where, where are you at with this? Uh, I I think they'll lose one six. More. Yeah, no, no, I don't think I don't <laughs> think they'll fired. be zero six. Uh, I do think two and four. I think they're probably going to be about two and four. I think they win two out of these three games at home. Um, the Panthers game, I don't know. All right, look, it's great that Sam Darnold's off to this great start, but look, at the, the Panthers haven't beaten anybody. I mean, they they, they beat, the, they beat up on the Texans, schedule. who are just an, a dumpster fire. I believe they beat the Giants, too, and, or one of the New York teams early this year. So I wouldn't say that they're scary, but good for them getting off to a 3-0 start. Gives you a cushion. Um, I think they're 2-4 and four at the bye is where I'm at right now. The, the Yeah, the, the Panthers have had, because I think it was the Jets, So and then the Texans, like it's, about as easy of a schedule as you can have through three games, but their defense looks really good. Um, Sam Darnold does look like a more competent quarterback. They do have now Christian McCaffrey. What's his status now? We don't know, and it's a hamstring, and it could be a while. That's bad news. Yeah, you so hurt. it's good news if you're the Vikings. You know, durability. Dalvin's not Mister Durable, but I think he's been more durable over the last two or three years than Christian. McCaffrey. The last two years for sure now, because I, I think McCaffrey started his career with some incredible streak of games played. But the last two years have been a disaster for him. Yeah. So, all right. Question you like that? number two. You like that? The entire world laughed at the Timberwolves this week, and has been laughing at them. Yeah, for I was going to say that. Well, long the time. joke continues. Yeah. yeah. Does the chronic Timberwolves st- uh, instability make you guys appreciate the Vikings more? 
Absolutely. But I've always, so under the Wilfs, because the Vikings had dumpster fire problems them, themselves. And of, of course, 2005, which was the Wilfs' first year, was also the love boat. And there was a lot of stuff like that previously. But if you look at this thing, and I think you have to give credit in some ways to uh, Spielman and Zim. They've run a pretty stable ship. Some things have gone wrong, but that's true of lots of teams. Yes, I think that what the Vikings, the, the frustration, in fairness, is the Vikings can't win a championship. Well, that's a pretty decent frustration as opposed to, I wish they could make the playoffs sometimes. <laughs> I wish they weren't a dumpster fire. I wish the people that own them weren't incompetent, which is our argument yeah. or our problem with the Wolves. So, yes, definitely, um, when we talk about the Vikings' problems, I think it's not being able to get a good seat at Murray's, like a good table, yeah. uh, which is a pretty good problem to have. When we talk about the Wolves' problems, um, I don't. They're the guy I, I outside use, with the cardboard sign, yeah, and I don't want to use. Uh, yeah. I don't want to insult um, restaurants, but it's a very different conversation. So, long answer to your question, absolutely. Yeah, Dex, go ahead. But say easily. Um, I, I've had one foot out of the water with this Wolves for the Wolves team for the last fifteen years of my life. I I loved when KG was here. Um, the run of the Western Conference Finals was legitimately one of the most fun seasons in Minnesota sports. I, it was awesome to see Spree and Cassell here. But the Vikings, I mean, look, they, they find a way to break your heart at the end. They're, and, and they've had some certain dysfunction off the field, even in my lifetime. Uh, but yes, it makes me appreciate the Vikings way more after watching what the Timberwolves have done, especially over the last 18 years. Yeah, I want to draw a distinction in that I don't want to celebrate average like in the Vikings there's a lot of average with the Vikings you know they're constantly fighting to make the playoffs and a lot of seven and nine eight and eight nine and seven ten and six and for right. my money not not enough 11 and five 12 and four I mean I'm not saying you have to go 12 and four every year I you know that's unrealistic but right. um, but when you compare that to every on average every two and a half years the Wolves are up you know you know it's an upheaval in their front office and new coaches and they're alienating star players. The Timberwolves have never even retired a jersey. They've been around since the late eighties. Malik Sealing. Malik, but yeah. But that was out of but that's, so that was cer- ceremony. Okay. Yeah. Ceremony. Like, but yes, they have not retired know, 21. They have one great player in franchise history who yep. they've alienated. And you know, when you then go back and sort of juxtapose against the Vikings, the Vikings have had the same GM for a decade. He's been in the organization for fifteen years. They've had the same head coach for eight years. Um, they have engaged ownership. I mean, the Vi- engaged but not meddling, right? The 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 Wilves are very interested. They're yeah. they. I think they regularly have checkpoints and meetings to just be in the loop on how to make this franchise continue to be relevant and win. Now, again, have they gotten to the ultimate goal? No, and they should continue to be held to a standard of Super Bowl, in my opinion. Uh, but they're competitive every year. And outside of Love Boat, you know, 15 years ago, yeah, a, yeah, a few little legal yeah. things here and there. Um, they're not a laughing stock. Like, oh. very rarely are people laughing at the Vikings for just like general structural train wreck things. People laugh at the Vikings for their mishaps on the field, right? Missing kicks and things like that. Uh, but overall, yeah, well, like the Timberwolves make everyone feel better about themselves. I think. <laughs> and in the Red McCombs years, the Vikings were a laughing stock at times because of embarrassing things. But this is where, so, and, and yeah. the, the Wilfs are a really good, like them or not, a really good example of when good leadership starts at the top, right? 
Like this is so when pe- people are like, well, it's not Glenn's fault. Well, yes, it is because it starts at the very top. And and we can complain about how much the state has kicked in. But what did the Wilfs do? They got a new stadium. They, they got the facility in Egan, which is gorgeous. Right. And Glenn decided to slap lipstick on on his building. Target Center, let's give it a makeover on the concourse. So it's a really good parallel when people say, well, it's not Glenn's fault. I mean, what's Glenn supposed to do? Gerson Gerson had an inappropriate relationship. It's Glenn's job to set a culture at the very top. That And the other thing, too, is if Gerson was the tyrant that he was supposed to be, it's embarrassing that it took the it took the well now we've caught him red-handed with a team employee now we can fire him. If a guy's a tyrant and he's despised and hated, you make the move long before training camp starts. Yeah. So just think about those those things cuz the Vikings are a good example of when something is at least run correctly. Now. Yeah. Um, all right, it's halftime here on Four Question Friday, which means it's also snack time and we recommend pig-approved barbecue, all right? I dare you not to salivate as I read through (laughs) their menu here. This is a delicious new barbecue joint off 1237 Larpenter Avenue in the Twin Cities. Pigapprovedbarbecue.com. We're talking about brisket queso dip, Mm. pork rib egg rolls. We're talking about premium prime beef, smoked fresh daily, brisket, pork, spare ribs, peach cobbler for dessert. Just ridiculous. 100% wood smoked and smoked fresh daily. Check out their full menu and order at pigapprovedbbq.com and wash it down with... Oh, hold on a second here. Let me think about that. Let me think about... Um, hold on. I Oh, I've got it. How about a Surly Furious? How about a Surly Furious in your hand and pig approved on your plate during a Vikings game this Sunday? Here's what I want you to do. I want you out there to have a plate of pig approved and a Surly Furious or, you know what, Axeman 2, something like that. I want you to take a picture and I want to see it at Jay Zolgad on Twitter. I want to see, I want to see you Folks out there, not only support our sponsors, Show us your can, but support yourself. Give yourself, treat yourself to what we're talking about here, because what we're talking about is a delicious combination. Surly is the IPA that revolutionized Minnesota beer. I'm telling you right now, don't settle. Get Surly. I want to see you those like pictures. Pig approved. Like I got one quick question: pork ribbed egg rolls. I got to try those. Yeah, what are you doing after this? That's that. Is that a question or a statement? It, well, it's a statement, but it's a question too because I'd like to see them, um, and I, I'm curious what they look like. But they sound delicious. They do sound delicious. Pigapprovedbarbecue.com. All right. Question number three here comes with a soundbite. We played this earlier in the week. How do you feel about Kyle Rudolph walking this back? You see that day in and day out, the way he pushes us on our fundamentals, on our technique, uh, and it's it's it's. To me, it's the first time I've had a head coach that's not a defensive coordinator. So it's a, it's a head coach that's in charge of the entire team. Okay, so I don't think anyone really, like, batted an eye. Like, he said it, and he's right. Now, Joe Judge isn't exactly Bill Belichick. But he's Bill a former special and, teams guy. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when, when Rudolph said that, I think all of us were like, oh, that's, yeah, that definitely reflects on Mike Zimmer. Yep. doesn't mean he's trashing Zimmer or anything, but it definitely reflects on Mike Zimmer. 
Well, Rudolph went on Twitter last night and had a multi-tweet thread ripping people out there, us, I don't know, who, uh, and this, I guess that quote was from like a month ago too, and he made note of that. that can't believe this is drumming up. He said, y'all back there trying to make a comment seem like it's a shot at Zimmer when it has nothing to do with Zimmer. In context, I was stating facts that both of my previous two head coaches were defensive coordinators. I have nothing but love and respect for Zim and Leslie. How do you feel about Rudolph walking this quote back? His need to control narratives and be in charge of, of his own PR to me is absolutely maddening. I, look, he said what he said. He's not wrong. Um, but he wouldn't have said it unless he had a meaning t- towards it. And do I think that he l- left here on great terms? No, I think that that was definitely some type of shot. Um, now, what it wasn't was it wasn't an incorrect shot. It's not like he was venting and you're like, oh, Kyle is out of line. But for him now to need to come back and walk this back, and here's my other question. Who gives a damn when he said it? I said that four weeks ago. Okay, dude, it got published now. You still said it. It's not like it it was a ventriloquist, you know, with with his hand up (laughs) Kyle's back. I've never played for this guy. I don't like... I don't like Mike you know what, though? He is a, uh, he is Kyle's a great need, coach. Kyle's need to control the environment around him is absolutely, to me, such a telltale maddening sign. It goes to, uh, during training camp, when Irv Smith Jr. was playing great, I tweeted, Kyle being gone is fantastic because this creates an absolute positive Irv Smith oh, yeah. Jr. is the guy. And Kyle liked it. Yeah. And number one, I didn't tag Kyle. So he was he's searching for his name on Twitter and he I didn't know that. We yeah. didn't talk about this. And yeah. I forgot about it. But anyway, we, we briefly discussed. So you so he 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 thought that your tweet was a shot at him, which yes. it was. Well, yeah, it was, but and it was he, but again, and he it was liked correct. it. He liked it as a way to say like I'm controlling. I see you. Yeah, I, I see well you. and I and see you. and like I'm controlling like I get I'm in charge here, so I'll like this. Whatever it was, it was BS because it was an absolute but much like his statement, my tweet was sort of a shot, but it was true. Irv Smith kept healthy. Kyle being gone was good. All right, I have two thoughts here. Th- thought number one is Kyle Rudolph, one of the greatest tight ends in Vikings history. He's He was a wonderful player for a decade in a Vikings uniform. Golden Dormer. And, uh, and two of the best pass-catching hands in Vikings history. Yeah, it was <laughs> just absolute stick-em hands. Mitts. He admits. Back of the end zone. <laughs> yep, he did. Those big, Play the football big sounder, yellow he mitts. Admits. He admits. He did. Yep. Football. And he deserves all that praise. My criticism here, and even going back to his 2,000, 2,500 word goodbye to the Vikings and the fans, which he named, I think we counted like 40 or 50 names or something in that article. Matt Castle. Like five former quarterbacks. Matt Castle. Tommy Kramer. And he, Wade Wilson. Yeah, and he, Jeff George. <laughs> Joe Cap. John David Booty. ADB. And he did not name Kirk oh, Cousins. Yes. And so my, my criticism here is. He's a little passive aggressive, if not a lot passive aggressive. <laughs> yes. And and in this case, rather than just ignoring the buzz about this Mike Zimmer, you know, perceived Mike Zimmer slight, um, just own it, man. Dude, yeah, like you don't like Kirk Cousins. That's cool. I don't you don't have to name like forty or fifty players and, and not name like to not name him is going out of your way yes. to say without saying, I don't like Kirk Cousins. You know? Yes. Like you could also just you could also just name him. And not have to deal with, like, you knew that people were going to sniff out, oh, my God, why did he not name Kirk Cousins, right? You know, jackals like us. Um, and then in this case, it's very obvious what he meant about Zimmer. It didn't mean that he was trashing or destroying him. He just, yeah, Mike Zimmer 
Doesn't really pop his head in the offensive meeting rooms very often. Everyone agrees. There's no need to be mad or you said what you said. You meant what you said. We all agree with what you said. Right. So, anyways, that's my football. Declan? I mean, it just, how do I say this? Uh, I'm glad he's gone. I'll just say that. I'm glad wow, he's gone. Wow. I'm just glad he's gone off this team. You, so you guys, I, I, like, you guys like hate Kyle Rudolph? No, I, don't, I don't hate him. Hate, he's a great individual. He does a lot of good things off the field, but I don't think it's always, always genuine. That's all. I don't think That's he correct. comes off as genuine. That's correct. There's other players and other from other teams in this town that also have done great things in the community that I don't think are really genuinely good people. There are... Genuine with their actions, to, I should say. To Declan's point, there are current and former players on the Vikings who would fit very well on the 2016-17 Wild. You just feel like they're more concerned about like public perception, public, yes. per, public perception, and they're selfish, okay. and they want you. They want to draw a narrative and say, "Don't use your brain to see who I really am." That's what they want to do. And see, Kyle, I, I, don't, and, I don't think he's, he's, not a, he's not a bad guy. I just think he's a little passive aggressive. Um, I would say he's not a bad guy, and I mean he's done a lot of good things. But is is he uh, conniving to a certain degree? Absolutely. He is. He's very. He's very worried about things he shouldn't be concerned about. Exactly. But again, what he said about Zimmer and Frazier was fine. We we were interpreting what he said, and then he's like, "You shouldn't interpret that." What? <laughs> like, don't like, yeah. huh? And and look, there are very few people in this world, and I am certainly not one, who are the smartest guy in the room. But don't act like you are unless you damn well know that you are. Like, so don't tell me I can't interpret what you said because this is what I really meant. No, Kyle, you're not that smart. Come on, buddy. I'm still, I, I'd still love to hear more about, I'd love to, because he didn't really react when people noticed. He didn't include Kirk Cousins' name in that article. That's, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't, he, he got he asked about it there. He, he never, he never really circled back on that one. Circle um, back. You like that? So. You like that? Anyways. Um, all right, question number four here. It's the would you rather question of the week. Would you rather be. In jail for five years or be in a coma for a decade? Very easy for me. I will um, I will take the coma. I'll oh, take the coma. Wow. I'm not doing hard what? time. Well, <laughs> we're talking hard time, right? Yeah, this is not minimum like security. Because like, well, if I'm in, because oh, if I'm playing pound, pound you prison, if here. I'm playing oh, you prison here, but if I'm playing bocce ball, let's change. I'm taking the jail. But if you're talking about no, man, this still is, this maximum is, this is security, Quentin, man. maximum this is security, Quentin, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. taking the coma. Um, I'd rather die than be in in. Uh, what about like time? okay? What about like medium security prison? That I'm fine. Where they'll they'll, they'll give you like a you know you can go to the rec center for an hour. Or uh, who who are my and you don't have who's a around me? You don't have a roommate. Oh well, then yeah. But if I'm t- but if we're talking real hardcore maximum security jail, you I'm give, taking I'll, the coma. I'll, I'll give you this. It's 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 all right. It's not San Quentin, but it's and and you get to you get to go to the bathroom in somewhat privacy. Oh, then, of then I'll take the jail. Well, yeah. Well, then we're getting cl- closer to playing bocce ball and tennis <laughs> and squash. About bocce ball for you? Well, no, but I mean, you know, if if I'm if I you am in jail do that outside of jail, if I'm in jail, no, but for white collar crimes, I'm saying they play tennis and they play some bocce ball you and they play so some squash. Law exactly, Law and Order. But if I'll, I also but if I'm in Rikers, I'm out of here. But you'd be waking up from your coma in your early 60s. Yeah, I'd be dead probably. 
I have this thing with coma. Like, if I'm in a coma for like more than six months, just put me under. Like, I don't, I don't want to be a, in, remembered you? in a vegetative state. Like, Can loved ones you? and people who are watching Purple Daily right now, like, just put me out. Like, I, I don't want to be remembered as vegetable guy in a hospital bed. Um, like I, I would do, I would do the jail. I, I would do the jail. Like, even if there was a war and I had the option of getting drafted or going to jail, I'm pulling the Muhammad Ali and I'm going to jail. I know I wouldn't last in war. Let's go to Canada. And like I, I don't think it's that easy just to go to Canada. I mean, it, says it, it, was never, si- it was in the 60s. Yeah, in the 60s. Well, 60 years ago. But there's ago. no draft now. You can't be drafted now. If there's it's a draft, been a while since jail. we've had a draft. Yeah, I think I'm the last saying. draft was v- Vietnam. I don't think we're going to have a draft again, but it does raise Maybe that's next week's question. First round pick. If, you're a dra- if, if there's a draft, would you dodge it next week on Purple, Purple Daily? Daily? Or would you take um, a quarterback first? I, <laughs> or uh, I don't want to give up. I don't want to give up. 10 years of my life. Like I would, I would rather live five years, even though, you know what? I would take those five years. I'd read a bunch of books and I'd do a bunch of push-ups there you and go. sit-ups. And I would get in the best shape would of my you, life. Would you mark off for the next five years with chalk? <laughs> Probably. Yes. I'd read a bunch of books. I would do a bunch of push-ups. Right. I have also figured out why Judd chose the coma because one of his top five favorite movies is hard to kill with Steven Seagal. Yep. Who spends like seven or eight years and in then, a coma and then wakes up, puts a pair of tight jeans on, and kills well, everyone who put him in the coma. Don't forget, he escapes the hospital in the gurney. He does. He's in the gurney with a, like a crutch oh or God. something. He he wakes up from the coma and senses after seven years. Oh my God, we're in danger. We need we need to get out now. We're in danger. Kelly LeBrock helps him. He's like, what? You just woke up from a seven year coma. I know. We're in danger. Don't forget, <laughs> Kelly Le- LeBrock too. Part of her role when he's in the coma is to peel back the sheet and said, I wish you'd wake up. And I'm not <laughs> talking like the sheet of, on his like, chest. Looks like part of you's awake. Yep. Yeah. I'm not talking about the sheet on Steven Seagal. Oh, just one of the great thespians of you our like time. That? That's next week. You like that? Oh. All right. That's uh, four question Friday here Thanks on Purple Daily presented by Surly. Uh, a couple more shout outs here. Moon Motorsports is in Monticello and they are offering some great deals right now heading into the fall and winter fun season. So this is in-store only, but now until the end of the month, Moon is offering big savings on all on-road motorcycle gear. It's their end-of-season blowout sale. Moon Motorsports owned and operated for 50-plus years. Um, it's your Polaris, Can-Am, Honda, Yamaha, etc. experts in Minnesota, and they're just a short drive from the Twin Cities Metro. MoonMotorsports.com. And also, uh, Federated Insurance has been helping us here on Purple Daily and Score North uh, keep the lights on for a while. And they also help your business with risk management tools and resources. So find out how Federated can help your business, help you sleep better at night. All the resources available to read about at federatedinsurance.com. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. (laughs) All right, dudes. Tomorrow, we'll give you guys some purple props. Make some more Viking Seahawks predictions. And don't forget Vikings Ventline. A record number of viewers and listeners to Ventline last week after that uh, missed field goal loss. So come hang out with us. It's the most interactive show in Minnesota sports. And uh, it happens on the Purple Daily YouTube channel right after the game is over on Sunday. See you guys.